0: Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown show radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. And My goodness, Benny, I love your yellow shirt this morning.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much. Bring them back. A huge uh, Sonics fan, Seattle Supersonics. I know they left us for other areas. I'm not going to get into it, but we welcome them back with open arms. And so, yes, that's Where what I'm saying today. Where are they? Well, Where's they're in Oklahoma. The- they're the considered the thunder now uh you know so yeah it was that remember the big old like clay i'm not even even gonna get into it i'm so bent about it it's like the owner took the team and didn't say you can't come back basically until it's an nba official thing so it's a franchise deal blah 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 so
0: (laughs) i got it but bring him back
1: yes Yes. yes
0: We need them. Where do I get that shirt? Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I'm not being sponsored no. or played by, but I okay, actually picked okay. it up. No, no, I'm, I'm telling this beforehand, but I did get it from simplyseattle.com. So you can check it out. They have a great line of uh, swag, so to speak, for, uh, you know, the local gear and Seattle Seattleites.
0: All right. Thank you. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So we're all, uh, we're about two thirds of the way through May. And uh, I don't know about you guys. Um, I'm getting squirrely. That's just what happens to say the least. Know? Yes.
1: To say the least. To yeah. say
0: the least. Yeah. Bam. To say the least. And the energies are all over the place and we're going to have a great show for you today. So I, I hope you um, just really enjoy it. Just, just kind of get your morning, you know, uh, cocoa or coffee or tea or you know i have things i could say about that or but i'm not three. because or we're all shelter- three or all three yeah. or all eight <laughs> or whatever it is and uh, we'll go from there but what a world we live in a couple of announcements and then i want to bring my guest on and she's down there i'm waving at her hi hi ellen we're gonna bring hi. you on in a minute i can't wait um so i am the owner of reiki oasis located right here in the greater seattle area we've been around 26 years it's amazing and uh, we're still here. So just let you know, I am doing appointments through Skype, Zoom, uh, phone, and FaceTime. I am not back in the office. So uh, for all of those, you know, we're going through the the four phases and, um, you know, we have to follow it. So yeah. uh, be patient. And I am doing distance healing as well as, as you all know, my my channeling and counseling and and a spiritual help and everything that that happens there so um yeah thank you ellen thank you anyway um i also every week have a sunday meditation with loretta it's just a weekly it's a lovely thing it's at 11 o'clock on sunday mornings and i know um it's not church <laughs> don't get me wrong but it's just a time where you get to take a, a few minutes and and get together as a group and we do a lovely meditation we're also doing healing work on the planet so so i kind of let my guides direct those meditations and um yeah we've been doing some healing on uh, mother gaia and we've been doing some healing for our leaders and healings for ourselves, and you know that's what we're here for we're here to kind of stabilize that and do what we can you can sign up for the meditations at uh, schedule.reikioasis.com in fact you can sign up for appointments there And also my monthly class, uh, the Temple of Divine Feminine, even if I get back in the office in June, which I'm not sure I am, um, I will not be able to have that uh, gathering because it's too large of a gathering for now. So we will continue doing that on a Zoom call. And it's been working really, really well for those of you that have gotten on. It is a long time. It's four hours. And we do meditations and talking and sharing and crying and Um, some kind of a a ceremony. Uh, It's very, very heartfelt. And I think it's really helping all of us. um, I don't know, the way I look at it is that, you know, we're all deeply rooted. And sometimes we need to hold hands through our roots. And so that's kind of how I think about it. And maybe hands above our heads too, but both ways. You know, we need that like a tree, you know, deep in the earth, reaching up toward the, the the divine toward God and then branching out and just remembering your own sovereignty, especially during all of this crazy stuff that we're going through. Um, I want to also big thank you to my listener supporters. I am a listener supported show and uh, as you all know, I air out of the uh, radio station and and my 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 master of all masters Benny Mathers, is like the magician of all that is, you know, he makes me sound good and look good. And there.
1: That was my trick for the day.
0: Thank you. I loved it. <laughs> I felt it. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, um, if you want to help support the show and bring on more wonderful guests, you can go to patreon.com slash the Loretta Brown show. And believe me, I am eternally grateful for every little donation there, every support and also um you know always if you can't help out in a monetary form uh, your good wishes go a long way and i appreciate that very very much so um yeah that's how i feel so a couple of mentions about astrology i'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it but i do want to point out that we are currently going into a new moon and it is happening and this is a, a it's a powerful new moon um it's, um, I'm going to give you a little information from Vedic astrology today for those of you that love it. And I do sometimes get, uh, I got messages from a couple of people going, Loretta, thank you for the little, you know, kiss to Vedic astrology. So I'm going to just, I'm not a Vedic astrologer. So my apologies to you, beautiful people that really know what you're doing. And, and uh, I want to just share a couple of things. So the new moon is in the area of the sky called Kritika Nakshatra, which is the star of the spiritual warrior, which is symbolized by a razor-sharp blade. That sounds a little bit frightening, but you know, this new moon is about cutting through confusion. It fights ignorance and misinformation, not only within ourselves, but outside of ourselves. And you know, I've had a lot of people come to me going, Loretta, you know, what is going on? And I... I, I, I can help with that, but I really believe that within each one of us, we have a quiet, still place, that when we can get quiet, which our guest is going to help us with today, um, you know, the Buddhists say the mind is like a clear lake or a clear water. <laughs> Maybe I should rephrase that. It's supposed to be like clear water, like that clearest ocean water you can look through. But every thought, every every nuance goes through there and muddies it up. So the very first place we need to start when we're uh, searching for clarity is quieting, clearing, balancing, and getting ourselves back into a good place. But anyway, this area of the sky at Kritika is the home of the Vedic fire god Agni, who has been invoked since ancient times in sacred fire ceremonies. So the element Fire is called upon as the light of divine inspiration, divine consciousness. And so if you want to think about for a moment, this warrior or warrioress in this fire element, you can see that really what we're taking a look at is the phoenix rising from its ashes. And the new moon is the very best time to set those energies for something new that you would love to have come into your life i also want to make a mention because i posted this on my facebook page in case you missed it here is we've got four retrogrades going on right now also so we've got venus retrograde from may 17th to june 25th and this is personal planet about love pluto retrograde from may 18th till october 4th which is a huge karmic cycle of positive transformation saturn retrograde from may 19th to september 29th which is deep <laughs> transformation of our karma and if that's not enough we have jupiter retrograde from may 20 to september 12th which is also about deep transformation and of course the new moon so how are you feeling today is what <laughs> i want to say <laughs> and as you can see if you were writing those down and you know you can listen to this show again and get those dates, or you can take a look at my Facebook page. I posted it on there. Um, but we are in a powerful time on planet Earth, and it always begins with us, and then goes out. And so I'm so glad, so so glad. And, and 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 Ellen, thank you for your patience with that. But I really kind of feel like I sometimes need to encourage people or just kind of help them out a little bit. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, somebody asked me one time, I I really do believe we're greater than the stars, but the stars to me uh, indicate energy and influence and all kinds of things. So anyway, to help us with that, I'm going to bring my guest on today, Ellen Meredith. And Ellen is a healer, energy medicine practitioner, a teacher, a coach, a conscious channel, whoo, and an author of a fantastic book called The Language Your Body Speaks, Self-Healing with Energy Medicine. And I know that's backwards on the screen, but I wanted to show it to you. I love all the, I love this cover. I just love this cover. It's great. Um, And Ellen says, if you learn the language of energy, learn to let your body, mind and spirit communicate to you in their wisdom about what your instrument needs. And then provide that moment by moment, you will heal. That is powerful, Ellen. I'm so <laughs> glad you're here. Well, thank you. So, you know, there's so much in that quote that I that I took from you, right? The mm-hmm. language of energy, the body, mind, and spirit communicating. Um, I'm trying to figure out where can we begin with this. What really, and and I know also that you've been working with Donna Eden for years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe we'll start there. Uh, How does your book come out of that greater work, you know, that bigger work with Donna Eden? (coughs) Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Okay, well. I'd be happy to. Thank you. Yes, I love Donna Eden's work. And I had already been in practice for maybe 20, 25 years. I was originally trained as a healer by my inner teachers because I'm a channel and they thought I needed maybe whipping into shape a little bit. <laughs> it was very loving and long and, and interesting. But um, what happened was that I'd, I'd been working as a healer professionally. I had a great practice and I got very sick and couldn't heal myself. And I knew it was something that I could have helped in someone else. I had 15 years of daily migraines. And I knew I could have helped anyone else who walked through my door with it. And I just couldn't quite get at what was going on. And so one day I went to the bookstore and Donna Eden's book kind of jumped out of the shelf and into my (laughs) arms, And she's the queen of of self-help, she's she's really so a healer who learned it also by through inner teachers and by working with herself, and so that is a modality that's very very strong in self-help tools. And I read the book and I thought, oh, this is the real deal. And I was on a plane within three or four days going to to take a, a course with her, and I went on to become certified in her tradition and um, to join her faculty, but. Um, very much the two systems, the, the way I was always working and what Donnie Eden offers, they're like Irish and English. You know, they're mutually comprehensible. I do some things a little differently, but very similar framework. So it was just a very comfortable fit for me to join that movement of people who are learning to um, bring healing back into their own hands and to to use self-help tools to communicate with their own energies. So that's very much my philosophy and approach is that, um, you know, I love being woo woo and being able to help people, (laughs) but really my goal with each client, each person that I I work with or teach is how to help them um, enter into their own communication and dialogue with their body, mind, and spirit to really right under the surface of, Of our consciousness, the body, mind, and spirit are communicating all the time. And they use energy as the language to communicate. So I I wrote this book Mm, because I feel like there are so many beautiful modalities out there. I mean, there's great ones. I could study my whole life and there's so much to learn and it's so beautiful. Every modality has its jargon, it has its, you know, it there's a learning curve there. And so a lot of them are not great for self-healing because by the time you learn all the terms and figure all the, all the stuff out, it's just a lot of work. So what I wanted to do with this book is dive beneath those modalities and say, well, what is this language that the body speaks? What is this language of energy? And if it is the language, why don't we have an owner's manual? Where You know, where's the owner's <laughs> Now, yeah and i really wanted one for my body because my body does you know my body does such strange things so that's what i set out to do with this book is to write the owner's manual or not the book about how your body works per se but how energy works as a language
0: you know i i so love what you just said because um you know, I, I, I have a, a a blessing to be able to talk to a lot of amazing people, right? And, and yes. many people have gone through their own healing journey. And, and yet, uh, you know, I'm just going to say it this way, it might be geared very much toward them. Yes. And one thing that I really got from your book was that this is personal. We're all different right right and like you say being able to give put the power back in our own hands I think it's powerful it's really really powerful and um I was talking to somebody about your book already the other day <laughs> sorry <laughs> I just got your book right you know I had to <laughs> dig into it it's going to become my manual probably I being honest and um her comment was but I don't know anything about energy medicine Loretta like how is, how can I do this? So can you just kind of address like, who is this book for? And yeah. This book is for people who don't know anything about energy medicine. (laughs) Your friend will like it.
2: I I relate (laughs) everything to everyday experience things um, and to, excuse me, to how language itself um, evolves for us. So everybody who can read the book because they speak English or whatever language if it's translated, can uh, learn this material. I'm getting an itch in my throat. Wonder what that's about.
0: <laughs>
2: <clears throat> I hope it's not mine
0: coming to you.
2: <laughs> no, I think it's just <clears throat> no, I just well maybe it is. I'm I'm quite kinesthetic, but mostly I um <clears throat> got up and kissed some kitties this morning.
0: Oh. Yeah <clears throat>
2: and I shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> anyway.
0: It's okay. Take a moment and, okay. and give and, me
2: one second. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> take take a moment and I'll just okay. You know, yeah, I'll I'll fill in for you, like because that's what Loretta does, right?
2: Okay, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna figureate my throat. Ah, okay, I'm the, gonna do it with you. And get the energies <clears throat> moving. And I'm gonna figure it between my throat and your throat.
0: Oh, okay. I love this.
2: To clear <clears throat> to clear the pathway. And then I'm okay. gonna cough a little and talk funny and then it'll it'll clear in a minute. Okay there's always something when your body starts talking to you through symptoms, you want to respond with some kind of action or, or um, in its own language. I'm not going to yell in English at my throat. What's wrong with you? I'm going to talk to it. So what I did, I figurated to integrate. There's different chambers and I just integrated it. Move, uh, energy moves in figure eight. So I figurated it. And then because you said, I wonder if it's mine, I figurated between yours and mine so that if I was for some reason picking up what was going on in your throat, uh, it would just um, clear that uh, balance between what's me and what's you. And so my body could say, okay, I I feel what you're going through, but I don't have to express it. So it was just a little moment of energy dialogue that I took to clear my throat. I didn't plan it, but there you go. And you can hear my throat is now clearing.
0: I hear it. Yeah. And mine is too, by the way. Thank you.
2: Good, good. Yeah. Here, yeah. And I'm just going to go and yeah. do a little um, hearts on your heart. Oh, thank you. I'm doing hearts on your throat, if you don't uh-huh. mind, if I mind. I it. don't mind. And, no. you know, hearts are kind of a universal <clears throat> bit of vocabulary in the language of energy. All around the world, even though the heart isn't shaped this way, people understand this shape. And I'm doing that because, um, you know, without digging into you, what I'm feeling my throat picked up through talking to your throat was just a sense of that you're carrying so much and trying to integrate so much and the throat has a lot to do with integration that i just want to lovingly support your integration because you're doing such important work and then i'm going to support mine because hopefully i'm going to do some important work today (laughs) (laughs) i (laughs) love that it's it's almost like a, a sign language it's not all gesture but it is it's a very multidimensional. It's not words and thoughts alone. It is gesture. It is sound. It is movement. It is color. It is vibration. It, it It's very multidimensional. But I want to go back to answer your question now that I can yeah, speak again. Yeah, thank you. Or we can both speak. But you were doing yes, we fine. Can. Just-
0: <laughs> thank you for that. No, I, I love it. You know, I'm an energy girl. I love it. Right,
2: right. And so energy medicine is all of the ways that we can communicate with the body using energy. There's two different um, communication systems just built right into our body. One is chemical and one is energetic. Well, unless you're really an advanced chemist, um, trying to speak chemistry becomes a little like Alice in Wonderland, you know, up, up, down, down. And people are doing that with their pills and their tinctures and stuff, trying to to mod- modulate and modify the body's chemistry in ways that are, it's its such a complex system, it's not very good for self healers. You know, you could spend a whole lot of money on supplements and still not get it right, balanced perfectly using the chemical system. But fortunately, underneath the chemistry is the energy communication that tells the body what to do. And our body is formed of energy, you know, we're made of energy. And it, we're fueled by energy. You know, you and I are talking and we're both getting really energized by each other's energy, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's also the energies of these conversations are organized using energy itself. It, it sort of has its own grammar. So you don't need to know what energy medicine is because it's anything that influences the energies of the body. So I take it beyond, um, you know, you'll know about acupuncture or yoga or Reiki or even energy medicine. Those are all modalities that use the energetic signaling of the body as their basic baseline vocabulary. But beyond that, I talk about lifestyle medicine. You know, doing dishes can change your energy. You can feel crappy. You go do the dishes and afterwards you feel different. Maybe you feel more cleansed or resolved and your dishes are clean. So that's a good that's a side, a good side <laughs> effect, right? And so life is full of um, actions and events and moments that can shift our energy. And we have the power, just as my throat was starting to clog up, I didn't need to run and get a cough drop. I didn't need to run and get a pill. I just took a second to speak to my throat and your throat because you suggested maybe it was yours and to make some harmony and it shifted. And that's how quickly we can use energy to heal.
0: I I want to point a couple of things out too, which is, um, you know, for those of you watching and listening, obviously, Ellen and I are not in the same location, right? Like she's down south somewhere in California <laughs> or someplace. <laughs> and I'm in Seattle. And um, energy does not D- does not recognize that distance ellen right right absolutely it
2: yeah. communicates at in person through something called influence and it communicates at a distance through resonance and so you know and you know those are just kind of technical terms but but i think i like them because they're also quite poetic i like those words but um so we can influence each other's energy and we always have to ask permission i you know I asked your permission as I was doing it. I didn't just say, I'm going to make you better and then I'll feel good. I mean, that's a temptation, right? But it doesn't work that way.
0: Yeah, it's always better to ask, you know. Yeah. But yes, yes, you have my permission at any time during this show or any time your guides and and spirits talk to you. I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah,
2: but it is an amazing mm-hmm. um, language. And, you know, if that seems too weird and woo-woo that energy works at a distance, I mean, so does language. You and I aren't in the same city. We're talking and we understand each other perfectly. Now, we do have a channel between us. We're on the Zoom, <laughs> the Zoom thing, so, you know, so we have a channel uh, facilitating that. Well, energy has channels that facilitate communication at a distance as well. And, you know, I like to think that the internet is maybe an imitation of nature, Um and, and the natural, something that I call the web of connection that connects all of us, all of humanity and all of um, consciousness itself, all of the forms, life forms on the planet. There's an ecology of life forms that is connected through this web, web of meaning, web of connection. And so those are the channels that we can activate for, uh, to create resonance, to send, to send the energy to where it's needed. Um, And I want to say one more thing about that because of the time we're in, Mm -hmm. if you are suffering, if you've lost your job, if you're sick with this, this virus, that's your reality. And we want to hold a space for you and really help you. And, you know, I encourage others to reach out and do what they can to help the people who are suffering. We all need the compassion, but if that doesn't happen to be your present reality we each have the choice to put something into the web that we want to give to humanity. We can put wonderful, loving energy. We can put art and creativity. We can put um, music and celebration, you know, not in a loud way that that is rude to people next door who might be suffering, but in a way that recognizes that the more we put into the web of connection that is positive and and celebratory and expressive of our deepest truth the more beautiful that web is and the more uh lines of connection there are for for positive energies to flow you know we aren't at the mercy of all the stuff coming at us on the airwaves that's negative and and hateful you know we have to pay attention but we don't have to live in that
0: space so yeah you bring up a great point there and um but I'm just looking at the time. Benny, is it time for us to take a little station break? Because Benny's got to keep me on track here. And uh, might be good to, time to take just a little station break for some advertisements. Yeah, totally cool. And could totally cool. Good. And uh, this is Loretta Brown. And my guest today is the amazing Ellen Meredith. And I- I really honestly thank you so much for that little bit of energy. It really shifted me and don't go away because when we come back, we're actually going to get a little bit practical. Like what can we do when the news and everything around us is upsetting us? And Ellen's going to give us some really good information. So we'll be right back.
1: Energy is powerful. It's all around us. Mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Place with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Kids are full of energy, but keeping them active in their teen years can be a challenge. Aim for an hour of physical activity every day. If they like sports, that's a great place to start. Keep the focus on fun, not winning, and encourage your child to do a variety of activities. If your child isn't meeting that 60-minute goal, gradually increase their activity in ways they enjoy. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. alternative talk 1150 here to uplift your day welcome back to the original loretta brown show and i am loretta brown you can find out more about me at the loretta brown show at kknw 1150 am and you can also find me at ReikiOasis.com, and uh, be sure to join with me in social media my guest today is ellen meredith the author of the language your body speaks self-healing with energy medicine, I'll show you the cover again. Although I know you're reading it backwards, but if you see that sparkly cover, and your book is out now, Ellen, isn't it?
2: It is. It came out May 5th, and it's it's available through all different bookshops. So you know you might you might support your local bookstore if you want, or um, you can go to Bookshop.org, which sends money to local bookstores uh, when they sell books. So it's a nice resource. But you
0: can get it anywhere. So let's get down to a couple of practical things. We were talking before the break about um, number one, and, and I'm just going to say this because a lot of my clients are empaths or they're kinesthetic oriented, or they're very affected by, uh, let's say the news or the things going on in, and anybody can be really affected by, you know, the things on planet earth. Yeah. Um, do you have a Uh, something that you can share with the audience about what do we do when we start to get all riled up because it really throws us off.
2: Yes, I do. And is is this just radio or are people seeing me? They're
0: seeing you. It's on, both. On, it's actually
1: uh, broadcast on YouTube. And by the way, uh Loretta, it is facing forward correctly. So you may show the <gasps> book as much as you want. You yes.
0: are a master. I don't accept full
1: responsibilities and the credit for the YouTube, but yes, it is in the Thank proper you. direction. you show welcome yeah. again. Yeah. It's, Here it's, it is. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Beautiful. Yeah,
0: oh the girl. Girl. There, <laughs> I love it. And and here's the back side, and there she there she is. <laughs> Good dishes okay With much shorter hair <laughs> okay.
2: okay i was gonna just show an exercise because um again in any moment when you're feeling out of it you can make one up or you can look in my book um, and figure out how to bring your energies back to the moment if this instrument they're in this body is is a creature like a dog or cat i call it your earth <laughs> elemental self and she lives. Very much in the now. We have a talking self that makes all the dramas and the identities, and we have a wiser self that um, is kind of our soul wisdom, the drumbeat of our existence. And they all three have to work together a little as as a committee. We're kind of a spectrum, right? So at any given moment, if we lose the now, the instrument can go fuzzy. And lots of different interesting things can happen. Donna Eden has wonderful exercises. I have wonderful exercises. And you can make up wonderful exercises in case you don't happen to have one of our books handy. Um, so I'm going to show you one. One of the things that happens when we start to feel a lot of stuff coming at us from the world is that the, our immune system, which I call your gatekeeper, it keeps the gates of self. It says, this is me. This is not me. You can come in, you have to stay out. It's the gatekeeper, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual gatekeeper, right? It will start to shift parts of your energy field to keep energies out. And, and so it will shift part of the aura to keep, keep energies out of you. And it's a little like on Star Trek when they would start putting a lot of energy into the shields because the Klingons mm. were coming and they didn't want the Klingons to get get the ship. They'd, they'd start to channel all their energies into the shields. And what would happen is that the ship would go on brownout. The air conditioning didn't work so well. They couldn't use their replicators as well because so much energy was going to protect against Klingons. And if you don't know Star Trek, just imagine <laughs> you do. <laughs> so uh, I may have dated myself. I, but... I, I'm a
0: Trekkie. <laughs> okay, Trekie well, there now. we go.
2: So the energy of a certain level of your aura starts shifting and going out instead of coming in to feed the body. And you start to falter all the, the functions of the body. They, they become less effective. So all of that explanation was for a very simple exercise. What you're gonna do, I'm gonna back up, is you're going, to, um, you're going to take it and it's like a big inside out sock that you wanna make right side out. So you're gonna do this with me if you're not driving. Okay, so grab the top, the energy at the top of your head. You're gonna breathe in and pull up. You're gonna breathe out and take it out and down and tack it to the ground. You're gonna grab the energy at the ground and pull it out and up and breathe in and tack it to the top of your head. And we'll do that one more time. It does not toggle back and forth. It just improves the situation. So take it from the top of your head, breathe in and pull up. Breathe out and bow out with your arms like a big egg, and you're going to tack it to the ground. You're going to grab the energy and pull it out and up as you breathe in, and you're going to tack it back to the top of your head. Okay, that's called porcupine reset, because when your energies are all frazzled like that, you look like a big porcupine to me. So I figured out we had to have a way to reset the porcupine.
0: Oh, I love that. And and I, I did it sitting down because I don't have enough space uh, behind me to stand. <clears throat> and uh, I'm just going to let the listeners know. And by the way, if you're listening to this on live radio, you might want to go back and catch this uh, on video. And I'll post that on my Facebook page. But um, it works sitting down also. I'm just letting you know. It works sitting <clears throat> down also. So Yeah, um, it's
2: quite amazing. When I do it in a class... I can, I will show several energies that are out of balance, like the stomach and the lungs and, you know, using different meridians, um, I can show people. And then after we do it, they all work fine. It's a really quick, easy reset for reactivity. And I do have that demoed. I have a YouTube channel. I have a demo there as well, but check out the video for this because it's fun.
0: Yeah, actually, I checked you out on YouTube and, and her videos are great. You've got a lot of really helpful things on there. You also have and I'm kind of jumping around a little bit, but you have some kind of a, a free uh, video class on understand on, on the virus.
2: Yes, uh, yeah. uh,
0: Or flu season. Can you comment on that just real quick? Absolutely.
2: It's an eight part free class. Uh, so eight videos about um, energy medicine, self-help tools for enhanced immunity. So it's very good to keep yourself strong so that you don't catch the virus. But it also is great if you do catch a virus, not just COVID, but any of them, um, to reinstate your energies. And I got a wonderful um, email from a woman in Holland who had caught uh, COVID-19. She was a, a healthcare worker. And she was just sort of able to get out of her bed for the first time. She found the video, she did them, and within a week, she was back to total normal because she did the exercises to reinstate her energies and sometimes what happens is when we get sick when we get a virus we don't know how to reinstate our energies, so we stay sick for weeks and weeks and it comes back again and again so it's those exercises are great for even if you get the virus but they're also good for prevention and um, they're good even if you don't have a virus or you're not using them for prevention, because it's a it's a kind of robust set of exercises that just get you organized. And I explain in the videos what, they, what each one does for you, but really any loving attention, this creature is like a dog or cat. <laughs> and whether you pet the tail or you pet the front of the cat or dog, they like it, you know, and our bodies are the same way. Any loving attention in the moment that is, appropriate to the moment and in the language of the body your body will purr or <laughs> wag its tail it will <laughs> love it, you know so we don't have to be precise of i got to get just the right exercise if you try one and it doesn't do the trick try another one can i give one more uh quick one yes absolutely
0: uh, share, share as a, much as you want yes okay
2: this is a donna eden exercise but i also have it in my book because i think it's so basic sometimes we really just come apart at the seams. we just come undone. And there are ves- there are energy um, pathways in our body that run up the center, up the front and up the back. They're called central and governing vessel in Chinese medicine. But they come unhooked. And when they're unhooked, it's like this the central telephone line, you know in the old days when there were el- operators, a central telephone line and all the all of our energies hook into this central, corridor pretty much so we want to keep it hooked up and working and it needs to sort of circulate around like this and this so you can take i don't know how to do this politely your third finger (laughs) we call it the circulation sex finger it's a it's a certain uh, uh, meridian and you're going to put one at the third eye and one in the belly button and you're just gonna pull up and just feel into whenever you do an energy exercise Feel into what it does for you in your body and in your mind, in your spirit.
0: Yeah, I, I was gonna say, I just went, huh?
2: Yeah. And I usually, just
0: dropped. Mm-hmm. Right, when you
2: take a deep mm-hmm. breath, you've hooked up. That yeah. kind of settling in. Now yeah. you can do it longer and the longer you do it, the more deeply it'll calm and organize some energies. It's so basic and so beautiful. And it's so powerful that it will stop an epileptic seizure. Wow. So I wanted to make that point because a lot of energy medicine just seems like sort of, you know, kind of party favor stuff. Like, Oh, it's It's simple, it's accessible, Mm -hmm. but it is immensely profound. The chemistry of the body actually follows the energetic signaling. So when we start speaking energy, we can very potently affect even our chemistry.
0: Um, so, if I understand you correctly, could you do that on a on on another person? Absolutely. Yes. If, okay. If you're
2: somewhere and mm-hmm. there's and someone's having an epileptic seizure, you know, fingers in the belly button and, and third eye, you know, ask permission if you can. But if they're seizing, you can't. You just do it and pull up towards the the top of the head a little bit, and you know. Wait till there's medical help, or it'll usually stop. Usually, it's within you know six, thirty seconds. It'll stop a seizure. But think about everything that goes on in the body, is on a spectrum. So you don't have to be having a seizure to get benefit. the The kind of um, watered down or shadow version of a seizure is when you feel like you're jumping out of your skin. When your <laughs> nervous system is is kind of acting all wired and weird. So it will stop it'll reorganize that as well i was just making the point that sometimes something that's very simple and direct can have a profound difference but we're so trained to look for the pill to look for the doctor to wait for some expert to come rescue us from the moment that we don't even try something that could make a huge difference in the moment and you know, if you try it and it doesn't work, try something else. And if it still doesn't work, you still have 911. But it, you know, the, before we do the 911 thing, what about responding in that moment to what's happening Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. best you can?
0: You uh, bring out very clearly in, in your book, a a couple of things. Um, And, and I'm going to say them both, and then you can address them both, right? Because it's two different questions, but you know, the, the first thing is um, uh, healing hands, like us being in tune with our own self, right? And then the next thing is how we think about that or what the question is, like what's wrong, right? Mm-hmm. So just go ahead and okay, share so, with us, Ellen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so the medical model, in our in our country in our world is what's wrong how do i fix it something goes wrong i feel crummy i go to the doctor i want a diagnosis and then i usually they we get medications or surgeries to fix it and it's very much focused in that way what's wrong how do i fix it and um you know one of the rules of energy is that whatever we pay attention to that's what gets fueled funded right and it's like little kids you know the kid who's misbehaving the more you pay attention to that misbehavior (laughs) the more the kid acts out because the kid says well oh that's how I got your attention the body's a little like that she says oh well uh, if I can only get your attention (laughs) by getting sick then I'm going to get sick you know and if we can take the message behind it and say you know what's being expressed here And how is it being expressed? And what's needed for better communication? What's needed in this moment? And I love that question, what is needed? Because in any moment, if you say to your body, not what's wrong, why is my throat going bad? But what's needed in this moment so I can clear my throat and talk to Loretta, I get an answer. And there's this very um, clear inner guidance that we don't have to go into deep meditation to hear. We just need to ask the right questions. And because we ask the wrong questions all the time, we ask what's wrong. That's the big wrong question, right? We get information about what's wrong more and more and more. Oh, this hurts and that hurts and that hurts. And this is wrong. And the thing is that the more we cultivate what's right or what's needed, first of all, the richer our life becomes, even if we've got aches and pains. And, you know, I'll tell you the best healer in the world has aches and pains, but doesn't stop to say what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. It's What is needed here? And I think that we are so schooled to think of ourselves in medical terms. We miss the power of recognizing that, first of all, that's just one model. We're really, you know, if you think of yourself as a poem, you can take the, you know, sort of the art model of what are the elements and how do they work together to convey meaning? And I talk about that some in my book of what is this, you know, we're constructing a self here and the body is the part of the self, but there's the mind and spirit. So we have to, we always have to train our mind to work with the energy and understand it. But we start out in a, in a culture that denies the mind, the recognition of what's right in front of us, which is energy perceptions. It it starts very young where, you know, no, I don't see that honey. Oh no, you must be imagining it rather than, splendid you what a great imagination isn't that a cool tool let's see what we can do with it
0: boy that is so true um and and you're absolutely right like we are so i'm gonna say medically oriented right where where yeah i've got this problem Uh, i better go to the doctor i better find out what it is let's give it a a label and then i need to take the medicine for it and then i will be okay and it really takes us out of the equation like Right, like, right. Yeah. Which
2: makes the body scream louder because mm-hmm. all the symptoms are the body telling you, I need something. There's something either missing here or not working as well as it could or clogged up. So if you just say, how can I be of service to you? You know, what's going on?
0: You know, it, yeah. it works better. Well, and I'm also being with um uh, touch, right? I'm also being with touch and uh, you know, we've all been isolating and, and and quarantining and 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 you know, my introverts, I'm not sure I'm ever gonna get them back out again. My extroverts are taking their clothes off and running around hugging people, right? You know, it's a right. crazy world. But the power of touch yes. and and our and our own hands. Yes. And can you talk about that?
2: Yes, yeah. absolutely. And our culture yeah. um, touch has been very sexualized. So it is, I I believe it's our primary communication tool before language comes in, before verbal stuff comes in, uh, an infant understands touch, right? You touch an infant to calm her, you touch an infant to make her feel safe, et cetera. And, And so, and she works through not just touch, but feeling, sensation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she has to understand this hand, you know, that she's even got a hand before she can get on to more advanced stuff like learning English or whatever her language is. So if we live in a culture that says touch is a sexual thing and we can't do it with each other and we can't, you know, it, it becomes problematic because we're actually separated from our own physical nature. <clears throat> but there's nothing to stop you in the privacy of your own home from non-sexual, well, From sexualized but non-sexualized touch to be able to start to communicate using your hands Mm -hmm. and i have an exercise in the book that i call healing hands which is one of the where when someone asks the question well where do i start with all this stuff Yes. yes start with this exercise because it takes us back to our origin of our first communication which is touch so what you do is you take your hands and you rub them together why don't you guys again if you're not driving do this with me and Now you've got two beautiful healing hands. So take one hand and ask, where do you want to go? And don't think it, just let it go somewhere. Okay. And then you take your other beautiful healing hand and say, where do you want to go? And you can let it go somewhere. And then you're just going to hold those two places. And over time, of course, you can train your brain to say, well, what am I holding here? What's communicating? There's all kinds of energy anatomies out there that, you know, access points from acupressure and other places that uh, can can give you some meaning or you can just tune in into wow what's getting hooked up what is it feeling like and then when one of the hands is ready to move I, I noticed yours was yeah you just let it move to a new place mm-hmm. and the, the other one my other one wants to stay put for now but no now it wants to come down a little lower and cover my ear and you just keep doing that pattern where when a hand wants to move you move it and then you keep moving it and at some point you feel done you feel like you've completed a conversation or you've completed a process and you don't in this at the beginning need to know what these conversations are saying it's, it's kind of learning by doing but you'll begin to start to find patterns that really speak to your body in certain in certain moments. Like I've got one that's that's running now almost every night where I want one hand here on my left side of my face and one hand on the left. I can, I have to stand up to show you on the left side <laughs> of my, my rib cage uh-huh. right under the rib, you know, and I just hold and hold and hold. And that is the most consoling hold for me personally. But for someone else, it might be this, you know, it might be this it, it could be lots of different things, so but what you're doing when you do that exercise, it seems simple, right? By the right, way, did you right. feel a shift when you did? Mm-hmm. You didn't do a lot, right? I did,
0: yeah. And I and and my hands moved around, and then I had to put my hands down on my leg. Um, yeah. I, I want you to, to finish, but I love this, I absolutely love this because it takes our nose out of a book anywhere and gets us into our own body, which is where we need to be. Because like you say, I mean, you could research and I'm like, am I ever going to find that? What is that? You know? And, and curiosity to me is the key to the whole thing. Like stay curious and then just go, well, and even say, I don't know what's going on, but it seems to be working, right? right.
2: It feels good and you begin to <laughs> yeah. learn patterns and then you write your own book and then you know where to find it in the book. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> and the thing is your body didn't read any of those books. So it is speaking its own unique version of the language of energy. I mean, we have some shared things that work for everyone. You know, Like I said, that heart shape pretty much works for, for most people to shift energies in a positive way but um but it's very individualized so in the book i talk about developing individual you know your own code your own baseline vocabulary and building on that and no matter which part of the part of the language of energy i'm talking about i almost always say but start by experimenting and and playing with it i have a whole bunch of sections called play with it because what is true for you may be different for the person next to you. There is an illusion in our culture, and I don't know where it came from, that we're all the same. That, we, that oh. all energy is this neutral plus minus signaling. No, it is consciousness itself. It has meaning. All the different strands of energy, the closest we can come is to say, I know how to perceive meaning in all of this. I mean, that's our, our instrument, right? That says, oh, red is different from blue. It means something to me. But it means something different to you. I mean, it blue to me is a color that, well, obviously I love and it consoles me. And you may say red is my home color. Red, you know, brings me home to myself. We're that different. And we're even more different. Everyone is as, yeah. as Donnie Eden likes to say, everyone is as unique as a thumbprint. And so there's no point learning someone else's truth, you know, following their little prescription. Not little, their their well-thought out prescription for health and well-being because your body in this moment is saying something to you about herself and you only you can understand her really clearly well
0: and and anybody can do this like children can do this people with with autoimmune diseases can do this. People that yes. have gone to the doctor and the doctor says there's nothing wrong with you or they're, they're, right. we can't do anything for you, you, the, you can do this. Like you there's no this. side effects. It's all, right. all natural. Right, it's...
2: <laughs> and you don't have to be feeling pain or illness to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it can bring you into a deeper awareness of celebration, of positive energy, of moments of meaning. You know, when you are watching a sunset, if you, you know, play with where do my hands want to be to take this in more fully. And we do it a lot of times we do it naturally. When a shock comes at us, we naturally cover our mouths. That's because that's an entryway to a very deep uh, energy system that takes things down into our depths so we we protect it we use a lot of energy medicine already without
0: being aware of it yeah we but, do like 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 i always say people when we hurt we we immediately go oh oh you know yeah and we kiss yeah. it what a yeah. beautiful thing right yeah the power and, of the kiss
2: <laughs> yeah and people say oh that's not that's not medically significant but in fact it is a bit of energy vocabulary that can become very medically significant very quickly Now, it may be that more is needed than a kiss. I mean, if you're bleeding from a wound, you might want to close it up and, you know, do some things with it, clean it out and close it up. But you also need to bring the body out of panic because when the panic is taking over, when we're in porcupine reactivity, all the energy is going to the shields and the energies that heal the body that are built in to heal the body aren't working very effectively. Yeah. all the yeah. energy medicine we know how to do to bring ourselves back home to the moment into to the body really support the body's inbuilt ability to heal. Yeah. I mean, the doctor doesn't heal you and nor does the medicine. They just tell the body what to do and you can do it more directly and quickly using the language of energy.
0: Can you, we have, uh, we're, our, our time is so short. We have just a couple minutes. Can you briefly touch on what is radiance? Because I think this is radiance. Okay. And, and you mentioned the gatekeeper a moment ago, but radiance, because I think it's really key. Okay.
2: So in the book, I
0: talk about the two cosmic partners.
2: The gatekeeper is your limiting force that shapes and forms you. And the radiance is the fuel that feeds and animates you. So it's your soul juice, right? It's the sourcing that feeds us. And yes, we eat food and that feeds us, but we are we have a constant feed from the dimension of spirit. However, you want to see that you can see it as the part of you in the spectrum of, uh, you know, of spirit or, you know, however you want to configure that. But so radiance is animation. And often when someone is ill, always when someone is ill, the radiance goes way down. Now you can be overexcited. Radiance and excitement aren't the same thing. It's, you know, uh, excitement will fatigue you, but radiance will fuel you so you can just feel this rush of of inspiration and and radiant energy what it sounds like it's like sunshine you can feel it and it leaves you more energized not less energized yeah so things that energize you because they speak to your soul they animate your truth that is the best medicine out there and Beautiful. in there And so we want to activate that as well.
0: Yeah. So we are, believe it or not, Ellen, that felt like two minutes. We're out of time. (laughs) Um, This is Loretta Brown. My guest today has been just simply the amazing Ellen Meredith. Please get her book, The Language Your Body Speaks, right? Self-Healing with Energy Medicine. And check her out. You can find her online. And she does all kinds of amazing things. What's your website, Ellen?
2: It is just my name, www.ellenmeredith.com
0: com. And that's E-R-E-D-I-T. Thank you. So much love to you. Thank you. And thanks for helping me out and healing hands, everybody. And just go and love yourself and love everyone else and have a great week.